Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in to the Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL, stuff. NFL starts tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. And you guys can always, always go to any one of my social handles, check out what's been said, what I'm talking about. You'll follow me on Twitter at Locker underscore reports, on Instagram, Locker Report 100, all small cats. On Facebook, LockReport.com, and also check out the Locker Talk podcast on Facebook. But most importantly, make sure you guys go to YouTube, subscribe to the show, Locker Talk podcast. Some of the great, great stuff, as far as video wise, information wise, everything talked about on this show is talked about on the podcast on YouTube. So make sure you go, y'all guys, check it out. Subscribe. The, the subscription is definitely blowing up. More people are following, so make sure you guys stay on board and definitely always go to the Bachelor News Radio Network dot com where you can listen to this show at your leisure anytime, seven days a week. You will not be disappointed. I promise you. Especially if you love football. I don't think you probably love it as much as I do, but hey, if you love football, trust me, you definitely hit in the right direction when you come to this show. Especially when you're trying to find out about things that's not talked about as much. Just to, I would say, broaden your NFL knowledge and take it to a, another level, so to speak. And that's what this show is all about, predicated um, to the guys who ventured through the, uh, that ventured through the NFL Regional Combine platform. And those platforms actually cover uh, the, what NFL football operations have, the International Players Pathway Program, and with the HBCU um, Combine. So all that stuff is under the umbrella from NFL football operations from the NFL Regional Combine platform. Now, last week we talked about how several of the NFL Regional Combine players, these pioneers that actually took this platform to to another level. Um, this is, I would say, this is the ninth year uh, for the Regional Combine to really, you know, um, had to, to actually been to be established. So it's going towards ninth year. So the content names players definitely have built. And going into the 10th year of this platform is going to be a really, really big deal going into next year. Uh, this platform has helped many players, many players get to the NFL when they had situations where it looked like they were not going to get that opportunity to play, not get that opportunity to, to live out their dream in playing in the NFL. So to see this whole thing work out for their good really, really means a lot. And to be a part of this process, to be able to put your hands on these players, to be able to have some kind of, I would say, involvement in allowing these young men to get to the NFL really, really says a lot, something I definitely, definitely enjoy doing, something I do not take for granted. And it's also an honor and a privilege to be able to be in this situation to be able to do that. So definitely, definitely happy about being a part of this process. And when the release of the schedule came out a couple of weeks ago, it was a big deal, and rightfully so, definitely a big deal. 
the free agency part is still going on, that some players are still getting picked up, but not at a high volume like how it was when free agency started in March. And when the free agency period started in March, that pretty much was the start of the NFL season. Not the playing part, it's just setting it up. But as far as the NFL talent-wise, that was the start of the 2021 season. So we saw a lot of players, big-name players, get you know get paid, and, that's, and I love that part. Um, we've seen players get walk across the stage, get drafted, love that part, all that good stuff. But to see how the regional combine players, how at once <clears throat> these guys were, on, like I say, on one knee, um, looking at those who was talking to them, um, inspiring them, let them letting them know what this this job interview is and how it can set you up to a situation where they can get the chance to live out their dream and play in the NFL. And it's for every player who goes to the NFL. Yes, everyone wants to win a Super Bowl. But honestly, for the majority, well, not no, all of them, every last one, 100%, every player that goes to the NFL, the first thing that comes into their mind is to be able to take care of their families, provide for their families, change the course of their family history to make that gener- generational life-changing money where their children's children can benefit. That's the the goal for every single NFL player. Now they all now all of them have other goals, you know, winning the Super Bowl and things like that. But without a doubt, making that money is the biggest thing, you know, that every NFL player wants. And so when those guys go in that went through the regional combine platform, that was on their mind as well. Although they was there to be able to make it on a team, but they know to make it on the team, the opportunity to make that money was a big deal. So we had fifteen players from the NFL regional combine who had signed NFL deals. And some of them had signed some big ones, but majority of them had um, had actually um, signed more of like one-year deals. Still in the millions, still big-time money. You know, for us everyday people, it's still, hey, that's still a big deal, and they're making it. But they know that that's still not the, the big cash shoulder that these guys are looking uh, for. You know, they're still looking for a big, and some of them still have to prove themselves and show themselves worthy of at least at least getting that big big time money, which many of them will definitely, which many of them will have, will get, and a good portion of them did. But in relation to this show today, when we talk about the NFL schedule, like I said, it was a big deal with the NFL schedule coming out, and it's always great to see how teams get selected. The whole process of knowing when they're going to play a certain opponent. They already know the opponents they're going to play, but when they find out exactly the dates and things like that, that's when it really gets interesting in seeing where they will go, who will bring them in, all kinds of good stuff that goes inside. And then we look at the calendar for these players that have, I would say, a certain gripe against another team because one team probably didn't believe in them where they was at the previous year, all kind of stuff going in mind. And so – as I looked heavily at this schedule, I started to look at some revenge games, so to speak. You know, yes, we have big-name players that want to leave, go to other teams, and then you want to see them face their, um, they know, their former team. The biggest one this year going to the 2021 season is Tom Brady, the Bucks, going to Foxborough, taking on the Patriots. Let's see what Tom is going to do against his on his 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 old team. That's the biggest headline, far as revenge wise, this season. That everyone want to get a chance to see what's going to happen there. 
but that actually got the ball rolling. Okay, let's let's see. For us, the NFL regional combine side, yes, they are NFL players. And when you go through that process, chances are not too many of them sign with one team and stay with it, stay with one team for a long time. For the most part, these guys bounce around. And so when the ones that bounce around, they're the ones that's really intriguing to see how their season is going to work out because when they, when these players sign with teams, and in the back of their mind, and for, and for the majority of these players, they feel as though that, hey, you know what, I can see myself being a, um, a Washington football team player for the rest of my career. I, I can see myself with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. I, I can see myself with the 49ers and so forth and so on. You see these players thinking like that as soon as they sign. Then all of a sudden they get released. They're moving around from here. They're bumping over there. Next thing you know, they got to get their family up. They got to move to another location. All kinds of things go happens within a situation where players all of a sudden thinking they want to be somewhere but wind up somewhere else. And so to have that letdown and probably some hurt, and sometimes in situations, they most cases, you know, they, they don't leave with, with a, a bad taste in their mouth. You know, there's you know, there's certain things that goes on. They say, well, you know what, it just didn't work out. That's no problem. We'll be fine. Let me just move on to this other team. Let me just show what I can do over here, and then to be able to be in a situation where they can prove to that team that let them go that yeah, and letting me go. And you have a lot of these players that have opportunities to be able to go up against these teams and take them down. And with the regional combine players, the, all these guys have this same gripe, and many of them are really excited to be able to go up against these former um, teammates, I mean former teams that let them down, did not believe in them, and that's one thing you don't want to do, have a player going against a, a team who don't believe them, believe in them. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. Okay, so we're going to say the, the nice, juicy ones towards the end, but we're going to jump right into some players to watch out for with some of their matchups against their former teams, which I'm definitely, definitely excited about. Now, Cody Davis. Cody Davis, many of y'all guys probably have not heard of Cody Davis, but if you're really into football, especially when you, if you're really into, I would say, special teams, this young, this young man has been very solid through his whole career. He came through the process of the NFL Regional Combine in, uh, what, in 2013. Um, I'm in two, yeah, 2013. Ever since he'd been in the league, when he first came in, he was with the Los Angeles Rams. And then after being there for five years, he signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars before he went to his current team with the New England Patriots. Now, week 17, going against the Jaguars, I mean, Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that he signed a two-year deal with after his free agency had passed with the, um, with the Los Angeles Rams. So that was one of those games that circled on the calendar that I know that he probably would say to himself that, hey, you know, everything was fine down here. I had some good weather. Everything was looking pretty good. Like, this probably be a good place where I could probably retire. But it didn't happen that way. So week 17 of 2021 season, Cody Davis get a chance, an opportunity to go up against his former team in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Special teams guy, sometimes he get out there on the defense, not as much now with the New England Patriots where they recognize his major skill set as a, a special teams um, guru. So we're going to watch out for that matchup, week 17, with Cody Davis going up against his former team in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, Kumar 
Appreciate Hill. You know, you, you heard me talk about this young man many times on this show, uh, Super Bowl champion with the Philadelphia Eagles. After he was drafted by um, the New England Patriots in the 2016 um, year, I mean, 2000, yeah, 2016 when he was drafted in the sixth round. Didn't stay with that New England Patriots, wound up getting released with the Philadelphia Eagles, picked him up, where he spent there for about four years, earned a Super Bowl ring. Last year he was a free agent, signed with the Miami Dolphins. Going to the Miami Dolphins, still trying to prove and show that he's due for a big um, payday and he's good enough to sign a long-term deal for the team, but it did not work out. So this offseason he signed with the Houston Texans. Now, I'm quite sure on his calendar, he did look for the Philadelphia Eagles and those guys just, just to get an idea of what's going to happen that season. But he did see for week, for week nine he get a chance to go up against the Miami Dolphins, the team that he was just with previously. So I'm quite sure that he is definitely have that day circled on his calendar as a team that he thought that he probably would be with for a very long time. And although he did battle through some injuries, he was still out there fighting hard, trying to get, trying to do what he needed to do to help his team win. Now, he do get a chance to go up against the Patriots in Week 15, so that was the team that drafted him. So that's always going to be some kind of sting in this, this team for the Patriots in regards to that. But with the Miami Dolphins, that was a place where I thought that he probably felt as though that he would actually be at for a very long time, but it did not work out. Now he's with the Houston Texans. Another player um, to watch out for, I mean, of course, I would say on that revenge tour, uh, I probably wouldn't say too much of a revenge tour, but F.A. Abada, and a foreign-born player from Nigeria, British, Nigerian, came through the inter, um, International Players Pathway Program through the NFL Football Operations, and after coming through that program, he signed with the Panthers, was there for the past three years, really started to really show his acumen for us in the NFL, got an opportunity to really show that, hey, he can play in this league after learning this league, became a free agent, and he signed a one-year deal with the Buffalo Bills. In week 15, he got an opportunity to go over against the Panthers, a team that he thought probably would believe in him. He did not leave on bad terms. He did, you know, release a post in that paper to the fans there, how much he appreciated Also left a note for the organization, how much he appreciated the opportunity to help him find his way to the NFL. But still in the back of his mind, it's like, okay, well, um, I was really showing that I can be a good edge rusher in this league. I think y'all guys probably made a mistake, and so the Buffalo Bills, who need it, to beef up their defense, signed this young man who is quietly one of the up-and-coming edge rushers in the NFL. We listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. We guys can take a quick pause. We're going to come back. We're going to get to the rest of the NFL regional combine players, their revenge tour going into 2021 season. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires ported of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. Blog Talk Radio. All right, welcome back to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I am your proud host, Barry Barnes, founder 
and CEO of LockerDashReport.com. And make sure you guys always, always go to TheBachelorNewsRadioNetwork.com where you can listen to this great programming of excellent shows. And also, if you guys like music, old school music, make sure you listen to the old school. You can listen to old school music throughout the day on TheBachelorNewsRadioNetwork.com from R&B mixes and songs starting at 6 a.m., to noon and also at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturdays and Sundays. Listen to some smooth jazz, some soft vocals, which starts at 7 p.m. and the smooth love songs every Monday through Sunday at 8 p.m. So if you guys love love music, make sure you guys tune in to the Bachelor News Radio Network dot com to listen to some good music and also have some good news. Now, back to the Revenge Tour, so to speak for the NFL Regional Combine players heading into the 2021 season. So we talked about some players already that's ready to get back on the road to be able to take on the teams that signed them once, thought they probably would have a future with them, but the league is a revolving door, and these guys had seen this revolving door many a times. And now we're going to jump to another young man who has seen this revolving door a couple of times, not as much, but – the door, for some reason, keep revolving on him. But yet, the best part about this whole situation with all these players, they were still good enough to sustain a job in the NFL. And we want to talk about this young man really starting to finally come into his, his game, so to speak, on the defense side of the ball. And we're talking about Chris Banjo for the, for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, when Chris Banjo came through the process uh, several years ago through the NFL Regional Combine 2014, he was with the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers embraced this young man. He was there for about five years, primarily as a special teams ace. Didn't see the field as much with the defensive unit, but he definitely was a staple on special teams. And then one getting released there, signed with the New Orleans Saints, where he was there for about a, a two years there. And then he signed with the Arizona Cardinals the year before. I mean, um, last year, signed a one-year deal with the Cardinals. And this year, he was able to sign another one-year deal. Now, what was really great was that when he was with the Saints, that's when we started to really see what he can do with the defensive unit. When he got to the Cardinals, it really opened a door for him to be able to really show more on the defense side of the ball. Now, he thought for sure that him and Sean Payton, head coach for the Saints, they definitely got along definitely was on it, you know, definitely got along very well, recognized that Chris is a solid player. But it was a little letdown there as for how the Saints did not bring him back. So the Cardinals picked him up. Last year he had a great year, um, 31 tackles, the most that he had in the year. Also had an interception. You know, he definitely had a good, strong year with the Cardinals right on the free agency block again. But the Cardinals did not hesitate, and they brought him back. Just for another one-year deal, I really believe that this year could be that year that if he really – show a more, I would say, another next level to his game, I think the multiple-year deals will come going into the 2022 season. So on his tour, week eight, he will not face the Saints this year, but he will face the Green Bay Packers, a team that gave him his first shot, the team that really brought him in. Although he was on special teams the majority of the time while he was there, but he get to show these guys that, hey, I could be, he could have been someone special or something good for that defensive unit. So I'm quite sure in week eight he's going to be lined up with that defensive unit on special packages, and he'll get his chance and opportunity to show that, hey, 
Y'all guys had a gym. Now I'm on this side of the ball. Watch me make some big plays for the Cardinals. And I really believe that he's good, good enough to at least have good two big plays in that game, one on special teams and also give him an opportunity with the defensive unit. So watch out for Chris Banjo in week eight when he go up against his old nemesis, well, his former team, now probably a nemesis in the Green Bay Packers. Now, Bits in my way, edge rusher for the Seattle Seahawks. Now, he, the revolving door for him has been crazy. Been around with several teams uh, with, the, the, with the Raiders and with the Cowboys and also the Cardinals. Last year he signed a deal with the Seattle Seahawks was able to go up against his former team in the Cardinals twice. And he get a chance to go up against this team four more times because he signed a two-year deal with them up to $88 million. I mean, $8 million, not 88 but $8 million. So he was able to resign with the Seattle Seahawks, and he can actually go back and torment this team at least four more times. His event tour, again, in the 2021 season, starts in week 11 and week 18 when they face the Cardinals away and playing in that building. So I'm going to watch out for that awesome edge rusher when he go up against his older team there. Now, another player, you talk about, you know, another revolving door, another revenge tour, a player who I'm very fond of and very, very smart, does, doing a lot of good stuff with his money. He's definitely not blowing it. Now I'm talking about linebacker Brandon Copeland. Brandon Copeland, who is from the Maryland area, really good young man, interviewed him several times, really happy for him in his journey. Just had another child about a little over a year ago. So congratulations to um, Brandon Copeland in this one. Now, Brandon been with a lot of teams. He was the Ravens. He was with the Tennessee Titans, several teams. But this year during his tour, as now a member of the Atlanta Falcons, he gets to go up against three of his teams, three of his former teams. In week five, he goes against the New York Jets, a team that he spent uh, a year with. Then – in week 11, he go up against a team he was just with last year for one season, and that was with the New England Patriots. Now, he experienced a lot of time lost because of injury. So with that being said, he's healthy, he's ready to go at it again, and he's ready to get his revenge on that team, so to speak. <laughs> but the team that he really, really wanted, he cannot wait to get his lick his chops against are the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions is a team that he's been – with the longest since he's been in the NFL. He's, um, he's been with this team for, five, for three years. And coming through the practice squad, leading up, getting himself acclimated with a defensive unit, and then his last year there, I believe in 2017, he really showed that he can be a viable piece on a defensive unit. But he wound up not being brought back after becoming a free agent. So I'm quite sure that was a little disdained taste in his mouth about that situation. So in week 16, Brandon Copeland get a chance to go up against his very on his former team, the Detroit Lions. The team he probably felt as though they, they gave up on him, but he get a chance to go at these guys. Now, another player, talked about this guy a lot too. Wide receiver, Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole, who's with the Jacksonville Jaguars Jaguars ever since he's been in the league for the past four years. The only team that he has known. Thinking that he would have an opportunity to really showcase that he can be the man down there. And we know that Jacksonville really did not have too much, I would say, you know, to offer, so to speak, for um, Jacksonville, I mean, for um, Jacksonville Jaguars. So he felt as though he probably could have done a lot for that team. However, however, still, after leading the team 
few years in receiving yards, led the team, was came, came twice, finished in second in receptions, thinking that the Jacksonville was going to commit to him long term because he has shown that he's been available for each game. He never shied away from coaching changes. He always was there to help put the team in a great situation. Uh, for those guys not to bring him back, I definitely, definitely probably put a sour taste in his mouth. And he signed a one-year deal with the New York Jets for $5 million. He get a chance to go up against this team in week 16. In week 16, he get a, get, get a chance to go up against Jacksonville. Now, he's in a place playing the cold weather. Now, he's not fond of playing the cold weather, but I really believe that day he's going to be extremely hot. Going up against his old team, team that he thought for sure that he was going to be a part of for a very long time. Since he's been there, uh, all together in the NFL, he had caught he had 159 receptions, 2,242 yards, 12 touchdowns. He averaged 14.1 um, yards per catch. He was pretty much a first down every time he touched the ball. And return yards, 356 return yards, and had a had one return for a touchdown, which came against the Green Bay Packers last season. So. But those numbers that he generated ever since he's been in the NFL, he brings that to the New York Giants, I mean, to the New York Jets, a team that really needs playmakers. He thinks he could be that playmaker for that new Jets team. I really believe that after he showed what he can do this first year, it will definitely open up the door for him to really bring in that big, big-time money. So we're definitely looking forward to that. Now, the biggest one of them all, I would say, for the revenge tour, <laughs> Terrell Adams. Terrell Adams has been <laughs> – the revolving door for this young man has been crazy and have always kept spinning when he had the talent to play because clearly coming from out of Georgia State, ever since he came through the NFL region combine platform, he has shown that he's an NFL player. He just needed a team to believe in him. And that's for a lot of them, and that's easily said about everyone. But this young man really shown that, hey, just give me that opportunity – and give him that chance, he can really show off what he can do. Now, last year with the Houston Texans, he set the record for his, his own personal numbers and also for the platform for the NFL Regional Combine where he finished with 125 tackles, the most tackles that any player who came to that platform has ever done in the NFL. Two years with the Houston Texans, two years with the Houston Texans, coming into the 2019 season, actually finishing the 2019 season, he finished strong. Led the team in tackles in both of their final two games. Played pretty good for the sparing time that he had in the postseason when they went against the Chiefs. Really showed that, okay, the Texans had something here. Last year, he came in, beasted out. Pretty, pretty much stepped in the starting lineup in week three. And then from there, he was just on the tear. You know, the only person who didn't out-tackle his team was Cunningham. Kevin Cunningham was the state who actually finished um, the number one tackler in the league this year, the 2020 season. But he was right there on his heels. Major game. Now, we know the Texans did not win a lot of games, but it was not because of lack of effort. Terrell Annals really put a lot, a lot out there for this team, like I said, for setting a career high in tackles and for the platform. Now, other than, other than the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks, he will go up against three of his former teams. In week 11, he gets to go up against the Annapolis Colts. The Annapolis Colts, a team that he was with pretty much on the practice squad for about two seasons. That was one of those teams that at that time 
knowing that he was coming in healthy, he probably would have a good, strong chance in competing for uh, major playing time with the defensive unit. So that's what he was definitely showing for the Colts at that time. Didn't work out. Then he wound up before that prime. Then he went also played with the Chiefs. He wound up going to the Chiefs where he was there briefly. He get a chance to go up against these guys in week five. That's going to be exciting. But nothing's going to be more exciting than week four when he go up against the Houston Texans. The team that, hey, I thought for sure that he would get a nice, nice payday knowing how they let J.J. Watt go, I mean, become a free agent. I thought for sure, I said, yes, Adams going to have an opportunity to really lock in on this team here. Yes. But surprisingly, they did not bring him back. He was on the free agent market, and a team that really needed a defensive presence and making stops, yes, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills snatched him up, but unfortunately, I don't say unfortunately because he's still in the league, he still, I would say, he still got assigned to a one-year deal. I would say unfortunately because I was looking for a big payday. I'm quite sure he was too. But nonetheless, he's still in the NFL. He will be, I'm quite sure he will make the starting lineup, and he will go up against his, his, um, his former team in the Houston Texans. So it's going to be really great to see him go up against his former team. So that's the revenge tour in terms of the NFL regional combine players who get a chance to go against their former team. My, my, this is Barry Barnes. You're listening to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network.com where you hear about great NFL stars of tomorrow today. Thanks a lot for tuning in. That's all that we have for the show. This week and going towards next week will be a fun week. NFL uh, mini clinic for the NFL officials. We'll be able, I will be uh, able to attend um, those meetings. It will be virtual, but I definitely will come back to the show. On officiating going to 2021 as we gear up for the season. So make sure you guys.